Thanks very much, Claire. And uh, my name's Andy, I'm the minister here. So can I extend my welcome to that of Linda? If you're here as a visitor, it's lovely to have you with us. Um, shall we bow our heads and pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for your words to us today, and we pray that you would help us to understand it, help us to think about who Jesus is and what it means to believe in him. Amen. Uh, Rich, would you mind just advancing the slides just whilst... Oh, brilliant, I'm okay. Thank you very much, Doug. Um, I wonder who is coming over to your place or who you are going to see this Christmas. Maybe, um, well... Mum and dad, um, brothers, sisters, aunties, uncles, cousins, grandparents. I wonder if you could put your family into a family tree. Could you connect all the dots and figure out how everybody is related to each other? That uh, video we just watched as part of our Bible reading was a musical version of Jesus' family tree. It's got lots of branches, it's full of lots of weird names, lots of weird and wonderful stories. Uh, But did you notice how it finished with a little bit of a puzzle? It said, listen very carefully, I don't want to sing this twice. Joseph, the husband of Mary, the mother of Christ. Because Joseph is not the father of Jesus in the same way that all the other dads in the family tree are the dads of their children. It's a bit of a Christmas puzzle. Jesus' arrival in his own family needs a little bit of explaining, which is what the rest of the reading is all about. There are four scenes in that reading that we're going to look at, and two names for Jesus. And um, we're going to think about those four scenes first, and then the two names. And the two names are going to help us think about how we can be part of Jesus' family ourselves. So first of all, an embarrassing engagement. An embarrassing engagement. Verse 18 says, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. Now, normally, you don't need to be told how a birth comes about. You don't normally need to ask a mum and a dad where a baby came from. Everyone knows how those kind of things work. But listen to what it says. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and you did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. So there's a picture on the screen, maybe it looked like this. There's Mary, her bump is getting a little bit bigger, and Joseph is thinking, what's this got to do with me? This hasn't got anything to do with me. And so he decides to call off the wedding. He thinks, this is pretty embarrassing, we can't get married anymore, the wedding is off. An embarrassing engagement. What is going to happen next? Scene two, an angel's announcement. An angel's announcement. Maybe Joseph was worried about what people would say. Maybe Joseph was worried about going to work in the carpenter shop the next day and the other carpenters coming up to him and saying, Joseph, I hear your wife's, your fiance is pregnant and I, and I hear it's nothing to do with you, so what are you still doing with her? So Joseph goes to bed After he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now, sometimes when we go traveling to visit our family, um, or when our family come to visit us at Christmas, you might need to take a diversion. Um, Maybe there's a a traffic jam and you need to take a diversion. Maybe the trains aren't stopping at a particular station and they have to bypass a station. Well, 
At Christmas, God bypassed the normal way of doing things. He did a miracle when Jesus was born, inside Mary's body. Jesus wasn't an ordinary human baby. He was from God. Mary hadn't done anything wrong. Jesus had done, God had done something extraordinary. And so Joseph could still get married to Mary, but he had to do something else as well. So verse 21 says, this is the angel again, she will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. So neither Mary nor Joseph get to choose the name of this baby. God tells Joseph, this baby is going to be called Jesus. And just like when uh, children, when your parents went to the registry office to register your birth, they would have written the name down on the birth certificate. So Joseph has to put the name Jesus on this baby. It's his way of saying, this baby is mine. It's part of my family. Which means that even though Jesus comes from God, he's also part of Joseph's family. He's also part of that big, long family tree going all the way back to Abraham. He's not, he's not come from nowhere. He's part of God's plan, which is what the next scene is all about a prophet's promise a prophet's promise i wonder if you've made any any promises at christmas maybe a promise to buy someone a present maybe a promise not to wake up at 3:30 in the morning maybe a promise to help cook christmas lunch or a promise to ring um, some relatives well this scene tells us about a promise that god made 700 years before christmas there was a king, he was on that family tree. Maybe you can remember his name. He was called Ahaz. And Ahaz was in trouble with his enemies. And he was finding it really hard to trust God. And God said to him, ask me for a sign, any sign you like, even as high as the heavens. So Ahaz could have said to God, I want you to write my name, Ahaz, in the stars in the sky. God would have done that for Ahaz. But Ahaz said, oh, I'm not going to ask God for a sign. Well, God said, I'm going to give you a sign anyway, because Ahaz didn't believe God, but God said, I'm going to give you a sign anyway. And this is what the sign said. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophets. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Well, some friends were telling me the other day that when their children were young, they used to do a treasure hunt over Christmas. And they'd put clues like on the Christmas tree, clues around the house, even clues down the streets. Maybe they wanted some peace and quiet from their children as they went and looked for clues. Well, um, it was Doug and Rachel, but you can ask them how they do this, by the way. Um, this was like a clue. This was like a clue for God's people. We don't know exactly how God kept that clue for Ahaz. But the clue was pointing further down the road to a present, the best Christmas present of all that God's people were going to find. And at Christmas time, that clue, that present, arrived. So we don't need to um, follow in Ahaz's footsteps and disbelieve God. We need to follow in Joseph's footsteps and believe God. So this is the last scene. A fiancé's faith a fiance's faith usually we forget our dreams don't we joseph didn't forget his dream usually our dreams don't have any impact upon our life joseph's dream had a massive impact on his life look at what happened next when joseph woke up he did what the angel of the lord had commanded him and took mary home as his wife but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name jesus so we get to the answer to that puzzle 
that we started with. Okay? How could Jesus arrive in his own family tree if Joseph wasn't his dad in the same way that all the other dads were dads in that family tree? Well, because two things happened. First, God did something absolutely extraordinary. He came into the world in the person of his son, a miracle in Mary's body. God did something extraordinary. Second, Joseph did something very ordinary. He trusted God. He heard God's word and he thought, what God says is true. I'm going to believe what God said. And that is what, just what God wants you and me to do at Christmas time as well. There are two names in the story. And these are, first of all, Jesus, God saves. Jesus, God saves. Every family has stories that they don't want to be told. Christmas can sometimes be quite a painful time because those stories find a way of coming back to the surface. Jesus' family had plenty of stories in it like that as well. Stories of people who'd broken every single rule in God's book. So think back to that family tree. Jacob was a cheat. David was a murderer and an adulterer. Rehoboam was proud and foolish. Ahaz didn't believe God's words. Manasseh worshipped idols. Jeconia was a liar. You've probably never heard of lots of those people, but they were just like you and me. All religious people, but all sinners. Some of the stories in, in that family tree are properly X-rated. You couldn't tell them on Christmas Eve. In that family tree, it told how God's people went into exile in Babylon. That was a punishment for their sin. Away from God's presence and away from God's blessing. And that's a picture of, of where we need to go too, where we should go. But Jesus came into that family tree. Jesus came into that world to save those people like that, to save people like you and me too. Listen again to what the angel said to Joseph. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. That's what Jesus' name means. It means God saves. So Jesus was born into this world to die, to, to grow up, to die on a cross, to be sent far away from God so we can be forgiven for all our sin. And if we trust him, we can have that salvation and be part of his family ourselves. Jesus, God saves. Second, Emmanuel, God with us. Christmas is a good time, isn't it, to spend with people we love. Some people might just come for lunch. Some people might come for a few days. At Christmas, God came to be with us forever because he loves us. Listen again to that prophet's promise. She, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God didn't have to come into this world, but he made a promise. He made a promise that he was determined to keep, to give us the very best Christmas present of all. All the clues point in that direction to God himself, to Jesus. Only God can save us from sin. Only God can make us part of his family. And at Christmas, that's who was born. God with us. So shall we put our trust in him and rejoice this Christmas time? Shall we bow our heads and pray? Heavenly Father, thank you for the joy of Christmas, that Jesus is God saves, that he is Emmanuel, God with us. Help us to put our faith in him 
and to celebrate the salvation that he gives to each and every one of us this year. For we ask it in his name. Amen.